Welcome to Tartar the Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Barrett. Here, we discuss the artist's journey and explore the creative process in the most honest way we know how. This podcast was born out of the love for every artist out there searching for a truth that has become harder and harder to find. All right, welcome how, how, to... How close to that? <laughs> you can be relaxing. Okay, okay. I didn't know how much it picked up. Like I said, first time for everything. <laughs> so we're good? Okay. Welcome to episode six, six. I think. Six, six. six. Yeah, six. <laughs> nice number. Six. Yeah. I'm here with Dustin from Naked Magazine. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super stoked to have you. Thank um, you for having me. I want to hear all about the magazine and the mission and how it started. Do you have a couple days? I mean... (laughs) We have all the time. Well, let's start from the beginning. Okay. First, the magazine is based in nudity, right? Actually, that's a misconception. Um, Naked, the word naked actually derives from just raw talent. Um, When I started the magazine, it came out of frustration from my own... um, like photography and uh, at the time I was shooting music I was shooting for like Steve Aoki and Dirty Bird Records and a couple other guys and um, my style of photography at the time was very different and uh, I kind of skewed more towards a like film-esque kind of vintage look with my work and uh, as you know in the EDM world that is not very copacetic (laughs) Um, they like everything to be like very direct, flashy, like bright, you know what I mean? Totally. That plur look kind of (laughs) fisheye behind the DJ. And I just wasn't about that game. I came from a different perspective. Like I treated it like every shot that I took was a piece of artwork. Totally. And when people looked at it, I wanted them to feel something like an energy presence by just like kind of trying to put themselves into this into yeah. that view, you know? Um, so at the time, I mean, you can imagine like my, it was very hard to get work. I did have some big names that I was working for that kind of like believed in what I was showing, you know, and they liked it. But overall, it's incredibly hard, even without that, it's incredibly hard to make a business out of, you know, that type of photography. It's incredibly hard. There's only a couple people that, you know, you could rattle off that you know, name-wise. Yeah. And uh, I did not want to just be a background pusher. Like, I didn't want to work for someone. I wanted to collaborate with other artists. Totally. With my art, right? So that wasn't really happening. <laughs> and uh, I was like, damn, dude, I, wanna, I, I need a new perspective. I was just frustrated by how the industry worked and how... People kind of just like, the drive is more, what can you do for me instead of what can we make together? Yeah. And um, basically Naked came out of that frustration and I was like, you know, there's a ton of other artists that I know of that get no play. People just want to feature other magazines. Most of the time they want to feature you because you have numbers behind you. Yeah. Right? Especially nowadays with like Instagram and Facebook and all that other bullshit. So... It's like, and I had a following, right? So, but you know, it was like not the kind of. I also wanted to do fashion photography. Yeah, that was like my really driving factor, and the only reason I ever got into music photography is because I like to party. Yeah, <laughs> and 
all my friends were DJs, so it just kind of made sense that I, and I had my camera, I was just like, oh, I'm going to take some flashy fucking shit right here. <laughs> totally. <Right? laughs> so, um, but it was really hard, and, you know, at the time, I was really frustrated, and back then, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I used to be a design engineer. Oh, and, really? Yeah, I, I worked for, like, uh, Lockheed Martin, Boeing. I've worked for a lot of people designing, like, jets. Oh, my God, that's engines, so rad. Tanks, weapons. for the. I did a lot of military contracts. I My 20s were basically spent moving around the country as a contractor. Wow. Yeah, it was it was life because I made, like, 38, 40 bucks an hour. And that's then, awesome. And I got to move everywhere and meet all these different pe- people. And for me, it was more, like, culture value because I, yeah. I wanted to, like... I love people, you know, and I love talking to people and kind of just, like, understanding where they come from. Yeah. So that was, like, cloud nine for me to be able to do that and make money doing it, but it's incredibly lonely because you're by yourself. Well, during that period, it was kind of like, I'm tired of this shit, period. (laughs) (laughs) The money's not racking it up for me anymore as, like, a reason, and um, around that time period, I started pushing into my photography a lot more. And, um, yeah, and then I just was like, this, I, I need to have, I need to diversify right? yeah. <laughs> my, like, skill set. So, um, at the time, I had a, an agent, and um, he wasn't really pushing me as much, uh, pushing my work out there to get more work as much as I had liked. So, it was like a struggle factor, and I was like, you know... There's a ton of other people out there probably just like this that are frustrated and looking for, like, outlets for people who are not going to judge. They're just judging on how good they are, what they do, and want to show people. And essentially, that's what it came out of. I I just want to show people, other people, other artists, raw talent, and let them decide for themselves. I don't give a shit how many people follow you. You can have one follower. And if yeah. your shit is awesome, I'm going to show it to as many people as I can. So that's essentially what came out of it. And and a lot of people do think it's about nudity, but and that's because of the way I push our Instagram, because I'm incredibly anti-society's view on women. And I think it's incredibly hypocritical and misogynist for a country like ours to have developed these technologies, but yet is still living in like the 19th century about it, you know? Yes. It, it, it's like, it took forever for a Supreme Court to even, like, tell women that they could just be topless like men. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, I, that's where I see that misconception and why people think that, but really my my push of nudity is to just piss off the establishment. Okay. And make it more normalized. Because totally. Because in Europe, it is normalized. Yeah. Right? I mean, sex is not looked at the same way it is here. And I think that is for probably a couple different reasons. America is, like, very prude, prudish. Yeah. You know? yeah. And um, I think the other factor is there's a lot of fucking money behind sexualizing things, especially in, like, the fashion industry. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So sex sells, essentially. You know that saying. Um, but my viewpoint is, like, I don't think that women should be treated any differently. Sure, genitals, that should be kind of, like... Yeah blurry blurry (laughs) you know (laughs) you don't need to be shoving that shit in people's faces (laughs) but it's like dude a guy can be topless but a girl somehow can't be it's crazy right well especially when you think about what the female breasts are actually used for and it's like nourishing people yeah (laughs) it's like damn dude you guys are really against living aren't you (laughs) it's crazy it's so nuts so um when you were tr- kind of 
going from photography into launching naked, were you scared shitless? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> how did you, how did that even happen? Like, what did you? What was your first thought? Were you like, I'm going to start this magazine? It was more for my own enjoyment than yeah. anything else, because I really never. Exp I mean, if you think about it, I was like, oh no one gives a shit about my photography style and I'm like a black sheep outcast, right? But, um, and then to think that I'm going to start some magazine and that's going to like be super... But don't you think that it's interesting how like life does that though? Yeah. Is it like push, if you... It's more amazing that I am able to give a voice to people who normally would have to struggle really hard to get a voice. Yes. And for me, like, that's my enjoyment out of it. I, the more people that care about Naked is the better for the artists that we want to show them. It's, I mean, I, I don't really give a shit about it for myself. I want its success to kind of prove a statement to the industry that y'all's way of doing things is fuck shit and it's not going <laughs> to happen anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I have apprehension against like social media and how detrimental it is to people. Yeah. So how is that? It, and it, it, and coming from something that I'm doing, I am actually playing into that too, right? You know, it's like I can't not. It's it's incredibly hard, you know, to have kind of that viewpoint that I have on on like social media and you know how it's like fucking with people's heads and people think that that like how many people follow them is like the most important thing in their lives now. And that is just completely fucking ridiculous. And then on top of that, you know, you have these companies that are like dictating everything and there's no rules. It's the wild west with them. You know, there, there's really no business rules for them. They can, you can have a business on these things and they can shut you down tomorrow and your business just be wiped out. Right. So it's, it's actually happened to us quite a few times. We got banned three times in a month once. No. Yeah. Like last August, we got banned the first time. They said they took us down because of a, we weren't censoring, I guess, enough. Like apparently, the whole fucking top half of a woman needs to be censored. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. So we got shut down. We went berserk because I was like, I was like freaking out, and um, for that reason, you yeah. Know? And uh, so I was like, damn, I don't know what to do. And Instagram and Facebook have done everything in the world to try and like keep themselves separated from the public so they have no customer service you have to email some fucking arbitrary bullshit message thing in their apps to even get a hold of them if and even then you're like is this really going to a person like it's probably going to some robot algorithm that's gonna like just deny that's me scary <laughs> yeah it's really scary so um i mean we put so much weight in those apps now yeah for our entire i mean everything that you're saying to like and not even be able to contact someone. And there's really no way to fight back against it either. You know, we get tons of messages from people that are like, my shit got taken down. Can you, how did you guys get yours back? And I'm like, we made a story and profiled the fuck out of Instagram. And we're like, these guys are bullshit. Look how they treat artists. Yet these people are the people that made their fucking app. These influencers are the reason anyone gives a shit about their app. Yet they are like, treating us like they can do whatever the hell they want and no one can tell them otherwise because they're worth half a trillion dollars. You know what I mean? And essentially, they're only worth that because all of us have given them our lives. 
we all should be getting paid to give them that yeah. shit, right? Yeah. So it's it's crazy, you know, like our lives are kind of in their hands right now. Hopefully that'll change in the future. Do you think that there's going to be a point when that Bert... That... I don't know. It should be interesting. It's kind of crazy to see someone so, like, the world's most ridiculous human being, Donald Trump. I mean... Being on TV and being like, yeah, we need regulation, because it's like, I agree with you, but you're such a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> on that one thing, I agree. <laughs> and I, it's like, you know what I mean? It's but you don't want a weird world how that happens. <laughs> it's like, damn, dude, shit is like, what is going on in the world? <laughs> it's crazy. It is, yeah. So when did Naked, when did you launch? So we started in August of 2014. Okay. So we're barely four years old. Yeah. Um, and like I to go back to what I was saying before, I started and it was just me. And I was still doing my photography. Okay. I was shooting for Steve. And um, right after that, I moved here to work with Dim Mac and Steve and shoot his stuff. And um, yeah, it just kind of blew up. I had already had a following with my instagram and facebook so i kind of played on that yeah to like you should obviously yeah i yeah. mean that actually worked out well <laughs> yeah but then it just fucking took on a life of its own you know i would wake up and i would see jesus we have like three thousand new followers what the fuck is going on i was just sleeping i didn't even do anything that's like, amazing yeah it was wild it was wild and um i don't know i i still am kind of baffled by it today you know we have like 650 uh i mean we have around 950,000 readers on a weekly basis and i think our impressions are probably like something like 15 million or something like that weekly that's amazing yeah it scares me sometimes because i'm like oh shit i can't put certain things on the internet <laughs> <laughs> well okay for an instance i'll tell you a story me and Cherise went to sea world because we live in San Diego. Yeah. It's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, let's go see some whales, dude. It never, I, I can see people, why people get pissed. They're like, oh, they mistreat animals. But I mean, I wasn't going there to give them my money to support how they treat animals or to have them. Oh, like yeah. That. People have strong opinions. Because I, I agree that, you know, but I mean, it's like, OK, well, if I have that mindset, then I pretty much should just stay in my cave at my house because everything and any and everything you could put some kind of like opposite negative oh it's hard i mean it, even you, know? you walk outside and it's like you yeah. can figure out a way why this thing is fucked up and that thing and i mean exactly. it's hard so we were at sea world right? <laughs> and and i'm just like oh look how cute these penguins and shit are and <laughs> i'm putting it on our instagram story oh my god we got so much hate like instantaneously people were going out of their way to just message us and be like, you guys are so shitty. You don't know what your support being there is doing, showing all your followers that you support that, you bought tickets, you went there. Don't you guys realize how detrimental that is? I'm like, dude, I am just enjoying the day with my girlfriend. <laughs> like, calm down, bro. <laughs> like, I get your frustration. I am on the same like opinion level as you, but I'm not going to just like rule or you know like essentially make rules for what i can i cannot do you know yeah but and everyone you people is don't gonna dictate do that my you. life either yeah. bro it's like i understand that what we have makes people feel like their opinion can be like thrown at us and that their opinions uh like you know like what is it trolling people 
trolling. I, I really don't get why people waste their energy bitching about things. Like, it's crazy. It doesn't essentially do anything to the people that you're bitching at. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I just ignore it and or I'll just delete you and block you if you're going to go and talk shit. Yeah. Uh, we block people for just talking shit about models. Like if they get on there and they're like, our big thing is body shaming. And I cannot stand that shit. Yeah. So if we see even people make a comment like eat something or have you had a burger today? <laughs> yeah. We'll block them. I don't put up with that bullshit. Yeah. So. And that's, that's good. Yeah. There's yeah. no boundaries anymore. <clears throat> it's just, and anybody has a voice, which is cool, but it's like. See, that plays into what social media is doing to people, you know, like don't curate really anything towards social media. Um, our big thing is um, we get submissions and we do collaborations with other artists and brands. Because that's another thing that I'm trying to squash as a, a taboo, that brands are supposed to be competing with one another. I, I don't believe in that. I think that uh, my big motto and um, of life is kind of like we're stronger together. And I'm not talking about Hillary Clinton's campaign. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, but I, I, my big thing is like we can do better shit together rather than thinking that we have to compete with one another. Yes. Um, that's just like our country's capitalistic viewpoint we were all born into. Yes. Um, you can make money and do cool shit, uh, you know? So, but most of our stuff is curated, uh, towards helping artists get their, their work out there, you know? And we get criticism. I got criticism from a friend of mine at that party we were at when we threw, uh, yeah. our party, you know, at, um... Tenants, of, the tree. Yeah. of the Trees, like two weeks ago. A friend of mine was telling me that, you know, because she's in the scene and she works for another magazine and she's like, you know, people are like pissed that you guys don't like push a more creative aspect or that some of the work that you guys are featuring is too alike. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's not about us, bro. It's about the artists. And if their editorials look alike, who the fuck cares? I mean, their work is good. That's the only thing that fucking matters. And I just want to get their shit out there so that people can see it. And then, you know, a, a lot of brands in the industry follow us. So my hope is that, you know, pushing those, those things out there, these people get work. Yeah. You know, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, it's not so it's the social media aspect is amazing because it just helps push that. Yeah. But a lot of our, a lot of our content is, um, self-made content that we're doing with partnerships or brands or with other artists. Like we just made these shirts. Um, and, uh, but you know, the curating, I could see that because I do, I curate our Instagram mm -hmm. and, um, that's kind of just to build awareness. And I like to show like crazy shit to, to, you know, yeah. freak people out sometimes or, <laughs> <laughs> or just kind of like throw shit out there and be like, this is cool. What do you guys think? Good, bad? No, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing recently is like the little dolls with like, Oh my God. I know. Johnny what was Smith. That one? He's, he's like one of my favorite artists right now. He's got this thing going on where he takes like the Barbie and they're all like selfies, but they're like, like show nudes, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like amazing. Cause the scenes are real, but somehow he's like melded the doll shot in there like perfectly to where it looks 
if you if you just glance at it, you think it was a person, yeah. but then you have to take a double take. You're like, what the fuck is Barbie doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Yeah, I, I we come across the wildest things. I mean, social media definitely has opened my eyes a lot too because um, we don't take uh, a lot of people send us shit, yeah, especially through Instagram. And we don't look at any of it. <laughs> Not on Instagram. Um, I'm completely against that. Like, people will DM us and try and send us things. Or we, we don't even... We don't really even talk through DMs. Yeah. I just don't like doing that, you know? So I would prefer email and all that. So, right. Um, but every once in a while, me and Therese will go through it just to kind of see what people are sending us. Oh, my fucking God, dude. <laughs> Like, some of the shit that I've seen in there, like, one time we opened it up, there was, like, people were sending us dick pics. Oh, and my I was God. Like, I was like, you want me to feature you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can make you famous. <laughs> or at least your dick famous, I guess. <laughs> um, we've had people send us porn. I, I don't know if it's self-made porn or if they're trying to be a directorial debut. Um, but, dude, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> It's like, like I'm telling you, man, it's like Wild West You're out like there. giving directing credits. And yeah, like... seriously. Porn made by. <laughs> Brought to you by Nick. <laughs> That's amazing. How often do the issues come out? You have so many do, issues too, right? Yeah, yeah. So we do them seasonally. We have quarterly issues, which are like our fat fucking issues. They're like 400 pages. Um, and we basically curate those based around who we are liking artistically at the time. And it always changes because our palettes are always changing. Um, so it's kind of how we're feeling at the time and who we're feeling at the time. So there's not really any like, a lot of magazines I would say, probably venture to say most, they're building that around who is going to bring, like again, back to this, who's gonna bring in the numbers, right? Yeah. Because it's about selling to them. My belief is, if I just show you great shit, then it'll sell itself. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, I have the same kind of mission, you know? Like, let's just yeah. all work together. That's why I wanted to do this. I was and, like, all about it, dog. <laughs> yeah, like, let's all just stay together and flip it around. Like, show cool work, be a platform for the work, and I not, think some of that has to, it comes from too that people want to feel famous for what they're doing, you know? Yeah. So if, if you come in at it from that point of view, I can understand like, they're like, oh God, I got to get everyone, I got to get all these people that are going to pump my shit up, yeah. right? But um, yeah, because I'm, I'm not that way. Obviously, I, we, me and Therese don't go out to events all the time. We don't try and be in the public eye all the time because there are other people that are exactly like us that are tastemakers and doing shit and they make sure that they are front and center attention wise and they want the attention for what they're doing to fall on them. I mean, that's nice. Makes It's like, thanks, get compliments. That just makes me feel good that I'm doing the right thing, yeah. right? Not that I'm badass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I'm badass. <laughs> I don't, of course. I don't care if anyone else does. Yeah. <laughs> Thinks that, you know, but um, yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't know. So, four quarterly issues, and what about the mini, mini issues? Mini issues are my favorite thing, and I actually was the one that um, tried to, I, I made that, like, 
that yeah. happen, right? Like I, I was like, I want something and that like we can we can get people published, these small time amateur artists. We also don't do themes in our issues. Um, I know a lot of magazines do. They build their their seasonal stuff, especially magazines that are seasonal. Yeah. Um, they they build it around a, a central theme. That way, it, it hasn't like an a how would I put it like an attention for that issue, mm-hmm. right? They're like whatever the special part of that issue is, it's about that. Um, well, that's what our mini issues are about. Essentially, what they are is um, they're a submission based. Um, five by eight little mini issue and so we cool. just pull fucking like themes out of our ass like the one <laughs> like the uh, the first one that we ever did me and Cherise were like I want to do something like geared towards men because everything's geared towards women so I'm going to do a dick issue and it's literally oh, called that's dicks amazing. it's literally called dicks and it's like all of this different dick art <laughs> of all this different shit <laughs> I think, like, even one is, like, a screen capture from, like, a satellite image this one kid made that of this, like, church in the shape of a dick. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, there's this, like, Korean park. I think it's in Korea. That is, like, all about phalluses. So it's just, like, dick sculptures everywhere. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I, I was like, whoa, these places exist. <laughs> That's so rad. So basically, those are our mini issues are a way for young amateur artists to get published and, you know, have that on their resume and be able to show that in their portfolios when they're going to get work. Because it's incredibly hard to get published, you know, even in today's atmosphere with these blogs and online magazines, because a lot of people think that we're like a blog online magazine. That's probably the one thing that frustrates me, if anything, is that you, you calling us a blog, you really don't pay attention then. It's like we're, we print shit. <laughs> How hard is it to have a printed magazine these days? Oh my God, it's incredibly hard. It's incredibly expensive too, yeah. because the way that we do ours is we gear our stuff around um i wouldn't say it's new but our advertising strategy is more uh, geared towards a collaborative sponsored content kind of driven way so we will collaborate with brands and build a editorial creative editorial featuring their brand or, or their product in it but it's seamless it's not like we we're throwing it in people's faces so therefore we're kind of putting it out it's a creative like spread it's an editorial but it's done with their stuff yeah so when people are reading it or looking at it they're getting they're they're looking at it from an artistic perspective and if they but you know as you're doing that you you see shit that you like in it you're like oh i like that who made that where is that from from that's kind of my because i hate fucking advertising yeah Especially nowadays where Facebook and Google are listening in on your phone calls, but they lie about it. That's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't believe that they even say stupid shit like that because it's <laughs> fucking obvious that they're doing that. Me and Therese have even tested this theory before. We will just repeat certain things. The same thing. Yeah. Like, we need to go get trash. We did this one day trash bags. We were like, we need to go get trash bags. We need to get trash bags. We need to take out the trash. Dude, we started seeing this shit for trash cans. On the side of my Google Gmail, like, or, or like to go get household of like, uh, uh, 
what's the word? Like household shit to clean my house. Yeah. I, I'm just like, damn, dude, damn. We can't escape them. I gotta like literally throw my phone under the pool or something. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, it's so obvious. Yeah, It'll so, pop up immediately. Yeah. So our our issues don't have advertising in them. Not traditionally. Um, they're from cover to cover, like 350 to 400 pages of artists, their spreads, uh, talking to them, interviewing them. Uh, me and Cherise travel around a lot. We have um, this series that we do called Naked on the Road that's just me and hers. We do travel diaries too with other artists that are traveling around the world, but Naked on the Road's our little thing. So <laughs> we like, we'll document, we'll do stories like that. Um, so I guess we they're like travel spreads. Um, events that we throw, we, we document, we put those in there. So we've got a lot of cool things. One of the things that I'm trying to push more now is featuring writers oh, cool. and not writing like they're writing for us, but they're writing like short stories, yeah. poems, things like that. I love that. That's so cool. I do too, because I feel like writers don't get enough play Yeah, it's, and they're overlooked a lot. But they, especially now in like it's such a visual, I know, world. yeah, because the world is very visual, yeah, especially now with social media. And I mean, I'm even guilty of that. I yeah. fucking hate Twitter. I we have a Twitter, but we don't really push it. We have it because it kind of makes sense. We're a business, we right. have to have it. <laughs> so, but we don't push it. And um, I just personally don't understand why people do Twitter because you can do Instagram and I would rather look at something as I'm reading. I don't know. I don't get Twitter though either, but maybe it's because it we're like visual people. I don't know. I think that does play into yeah. it. I'm an extremely visual person. Um, I have like, I don't know what it's called, but I see things and I remember them. Yeah. So, a photographic memory. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call it directly that because I, I can't, I'm not like some fucking savant with right. it. But, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm going to test but you. To, but to a certain extent, you know, and, and like I've, you know, I've always done art since I could pick up a pencil. I mean, my my art started with drawing. I, I would take like comic book cards, like baseball size cards, and I would take like huge poster board. And uh, they do this thing in art class where you divide the card into one inch sections mm -hmm. or you divide the picture, whatever you're trying to replicate. You divide it into square sections based on a certain inch per scale, right? And then you multiply that inch scale onto the poster or the size paper you're doing. And then you draw section by section. And damn, dude, I used to love that shit. I'd draw like Spider-Man all the time. <laughs> As a kid, I was like obsessed with like drawing comics because they were so detailed and I, I just love that level of detail. And then I got into making websites. I, I, uh, I used to love this program uh, called Flash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And uh, yeah. yeah, dude, I was obsessed with that shit. I, I would be like, uh, it's like, I'm like seventh, eighth grade. I'd be up to like four in the morning drawing like Star Wars sequences of like What's just little. What, what just is it? It's an animation. It was for like web animation. Yeah. So when you would see websites and they had like animation stuff on the website and it looked like a movie, it wasn't a movie. It was actually built within that Flash software because they could compress the file on so you weren't downloading insane huge files. They're, they're called like Swift files, I yeah. believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I got obsessed with that and Dreamweaver. I had my I had my website design phase, and then um, and then I kind of just like I graduated 
And uh, I got hired right out of high school working for this company. Uh, I won't name. <laughs> but um, they, they did military contracts. And uh, I started out as an illustrator. I, I would illustrate. You ever looked at a car manual and how they have all the parts exploded apart? Yes. And then they have all the dotted lines that show you how it all fits together. I drew that for airplanes. For the military, for this company that did it for the military, whatever. Um, so I started doing that. I got hired like month out of school. And um, I did that for like three years at that company. And I was like, oh, make a good money. Uh, well, I thought 15 bucks an hour was amazing. Yeah, This was like 2003. So, <laughs> so I was like, all my other friends have like, they work at uh, like Outback. Yeah. <laughs> And I have like this office job, so I thought it was fucking awesome, right? I'm making like, well, what I thought at the time was a buttload of money. Totally. Because <laughs> my job before that was uh, at a wing joint. <laughs> and I thought that was amazing because I just got free wings because that was like, is my favorite food, hot wings. <laughs> so I was on like cloud nine, dude, when I was in high school. <laughs> and I made like six fifty an hour doing that. It was, oh God, it was like terrible. I didn't even know that wasn't even minimum wage. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> that's how pathetic that was. <laughs> so I got this job and I was like, fuck yeah. And I, at the time I didn't want to go to school. I fucking hated school. Um, and I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to go to school for because um, I was, everyone in my family is in the military. So oh. yeah. So I, I definitely wasn't going to be able to go that route. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, you see me i'm like a toothpick bro <laughs> i don't have muscles don't claim to have muscles <laughs> um and uh yeah so i don't have those skills <laughs> uh to be able to uh, be successful at that and um so i kind of took that job uh as like oh well this is you know uh, will please my father because that's like Oh, I, well, I'm contributing yes. in my own way yes. to the military. Yes. <laughs> um, so I did that for a little while and then I contemplated going to school. I was, I really love architecture. I love architecture. And I, I wanted to be an architect until I discovered that you basically are someone's bitch for like 20 years before you actually oh, can make a really? name for yourself. Really? I don't know anything that. about that. It's, incre it's incredibly hard to really make it on your own doing that you really have to like get in with a good design firm and then it takes forever to work your way up you're basically doing mundane mundane drafting for other people's designs and then if, if i don't even know how you would finally get your design seen by someone or you're just you're busting your ass overtime wise and they're like i'll throw you a bone and see what you can do <laughs> But I did not want to wait 20 years to be, like, you know, respected for what I'm good at. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I did that for a while, and I went to school and dropped out of art school. <laughs> I was like, no, this is exactly how I thought it would be. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> um, and when I did that, I moved here, and um, I was, like, 23 had no real concept i lived on my own but i always lived around my family so i had no real concept of being on my own yeah my parents are have been divorced since i was like 10 and uh it was hard because uh i have two twin brothers that 
they're handicapped. They have fragile X syndrome, oh, so like a rare type of autism. And um, they're, I guess, on the spectrum, you would say. And uh, they're twins, too. So it's not just one, it's two. Wow. And I, like, am very close with them, and I, I kind of help raise them, you know? Because when my parents got divorced, my dad was still in the military. And when we moved, my dad, we, I'm from San Francisco. My mom stayed in San Francisco. And the way they divided us, their brilliant thinking was, the boys will go with the dad, the girl will stay with the mom. I don't think in retrospect that was probably the best <laughs> way to divide us up. I hated it. I did not want to go with my dad. I wanted to stay with my mom. Uh, yeah, I like bawled my eyes out. Like no one else did. I was the one that was bawled. <laughs> and I'm like the oldest one too. So it wasn't really setting great example. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my dad was in the Navy. So during that time, you know, he's gone a lot. And um, we we're on our own. And um he, when he retired, he went directly into school, you know, used his, uh, the money that you get from that mm -hmm. uh, to, to go through school. And my dad's kind of my hero for that because he put himself through school directly out of that, going through a divorce. Yeah. He's got two, uh, like, autistic children. I was a fucking handful myself. <laughs> I was not an angel. <laughs> And, you know, and, and he put himself through getting his master's degree in, like, programming wow. of all things. And um, that's just fucking amazing. You yeah. Know? I don't even know if I could have done that. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, it was incredibly hard, like, growing up. And then, you know, I, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of this place. Yeah. So I moved. I moved here. And uh, I just started, I fooled around with maybe trying to do fashion design for a few months. And uh, I made some shirts. I would wear them out. <laughs> that was interesting. That's um, awesome. And then I dropped that to the wayside because that was definitely not going to happen. <laughs> I was like, dude, I ain't no Marc Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, but look at this shirt you're wearing right now. I mean, you guys do a lot of collaboration. Yeah, it comes now, full right? circle, right? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I've gone through a hell of a shit to get to where I am now, I guess you could say. For people that are listening, because this is always a, you know, question, and to gather that, like, bravery and courage to leave family or leave where you're from and take that leap, do you have any advice for someone looking to do that? Great question. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um... <laughs> You know what I've I mean? thought about like... this a lot and I get this question a lot. Um, and I, it's hard to answer because for me, I didn't really think about all of that. It was more, I'm trying to figure out what I'm good at and what like my life is going to mean, you know, because my biggest fear is being alive and then forgotten. Like, my goal on earth is really to just do something that makes an impact mm -hmm. and a positive impact and um, affects other people in a positive way that um, and in turn, hopefully I'll, what I do will be remembered. Yeah. <laughs> like I, so I, it's hard for me to, to like give someone a solid answer on that, but the answer, the true answer is you shouldn't be thinking about that. Life is hard no matter what you do. 
and to it's not really fair i think to compare being an artist and putting yourself out there and taking that quote-unquote chance right in respect to what so many other people are doing that's incredibly 100 times harder i mean look at someone that has to go to war you know what i mean Look at someone, look at a single mother that has five children and, and is trying to figure out how she's going to make ends meet and then also make sure she is giving her children enough time that they don't turn out like pieces of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think now more than ever, that's important because kids left to their own devices are going to be manipulated by social media and... I honestly don't think that children should have phones before they're a teenager. I don't think that they should be on. I don't think social media children, parents should not be letting their children on social media because that's where that you're growing. And it, in your teenage years, you're trying to figure out like where your place in the world is and what life is really all about. You don't fucking need to be learning that a picture and how to take a picture and what fucking angle you took it in is going to get you the most attention. Right. I mean, it's, it's crazy. crazy. I, I, yeah, I, I just, I think that we're fucking our children over to be honest. Um, and I think we're way past fixing it now. Well, even just the privacy element of it. Yeah. Being a teenager. Kids don't even realize the what worst. they put online. That is forever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, can't imagine if that was the case when I was growing up. And if you think that your shit's never going to get hacked, you're a dumbass. Yeah. Because these motherfucking credit agencies can't even keep our goddamn shit. Like, the government can't even right. keep from getting hacked. I know. So it's like, I, and people just willy-nilly trust everything. And I, I that's another subject I'm kind of hardcore about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just uh, I just don't think that anyone should be believing that anyone has their best interests at heart. Because no uh, company that makes money on a free service, which is data, has cares anything about you. You know what? Okay, so for instance, We're Facebook. The product. Yeah, or you're you are the product, and people. A lot of people don't care because they're like, well, it's convenience. It's like, yeah, and you're a fucking slave to it. Well, Will I Am talks about in an interview that he believes in the next five to ten years we'll all have our own personal AI. We will. That will control what do you, we our already data. Do. That's what Siri is. Siri is a basic form of AI. But I mean in the sense of they will control our data. And well, you're already controlled by it because you only see what the algorithm shows you based on because what I see online is completely different than what you see online. But we could be looking. Oh my god! It's, in the I same know that, thing. but when you say it, it's so fucked up that it like you're being literally controlled by these companies' algorithms because you will never see anything on the internet really that they are is not being guided by what you have given it out of your own data sets. Oh and if you think about that, do you really want to live in a world where you really don't get to discover? Hardly anything because you're being fed what it thinks that you want all the time based on data points, them reading your emails, what you talk about, what I mean, you want to hear something really fucking crazy. 
Facebook has so many data sets on you that they know what your fucking spending habits are. I, I we do advertising through Facebook and I'm a business. We have to. You yeah. Know. Um, so I was looking through this recently and they can get down to whether you buy online, what you like to buy online. How the fuck do they know what you're spending your money on and why the hell do they How get the right to even know that shit? What, because I have a profile on Facebook? Oh my God, that's so crazy. It's a little like... crazy because they they're the they have no rules. There is no laws for these. And because so much money is funneled to both sides of our political parties, no one is really going to... Look at how the Europe treated it versus how the U.S. got... It was a fucking joke. He even <laughs> lied in, in like those things, right? He literally lied on a couple things. And... It's nobody pressed on that. I mean, it gets shown it. It's like obvious, but no one is doing anything about it because everyone's in on it. You know what I mean? Every company has a Facebook. Every everybody's got a profile. It's like, I mean, you could be blind to the point that you would think there are no other social medias. There really are. There's tons of them out there. Well, this is why I think things like your magazine and the kind of work that's being made right now is kind of a direct call, you know, like a direct, um, what would you say? Kind of like an indirect opposition of right. what's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? It scares like, me sometimes. Yeah. It scares me because the, yeah. Counterculture. Yeah. It, it scares me. And, uh, because it's like at, at, to a certain extent, we are at their will because, other than those social media sites that we are able to push the artists that we feature, we um, are kind of at their will too. They could just shut us down if they felt like it because there's no real repercussions to them just mistreating people in that way. It, it's a bro nature, if I can say it like that. You know, they do what they want and no one's going to fucking tell them otherwise. And there's no one to, you can't fight it. I mean, just recently they even let you start appealing them taking shit down. Um, look at magazines, I'm going to call them out, but look at magazines like Treats Magazine, like Playboy. They fucking literally post nudity on these platforms and are never brought to their knees or, or shut down, or things taken down. And it's 10 times worse than you see magazines like mine doing, where we literally scrub out almost the whole boob for fear that they're gonna, like today or yesterday, um, a, an image got taken down of a girl in a bathing suit, fully like bathing suited, right? Covering, it was a bikini, and her hand, in the shape of a gun, you know, step snap, <laughs> uh, was like in her waist, like this. And Instagram goes, this violates our terms. So we're gonna take it down. Also, another thing, when I saw that, it literally states them telling us that they only take down uh, sexual content that is uh, pushing uh, sexual intercourse or shows sexual intercourse or uh, bare buttocks. It doesn't say shit about tits. At all. At all. 
And then now that was like a week ago, right? And I I I screenshot it and posted about it on Instagram. I was like, look at this bullshit. <laughs> and um because I'm not afraid to call them out. But maybe that kind of thing is eventually going to push the industry back into buying print magazines. I don't and think so. You don't it's think kind so? Of, it's kind, you don't no. think we can recover? I think print had its time. Just like, you know, gasoline isn't going to be around forever. It's had its time. That'll switch too. Everything switches. And um, that's fine. Uh, you got to adapt, right? Yeah. Because... Don't it's you think really more about why are people not buying print magazines? Right. Don't you? I mean, doesn't anybody yearn? I mean, obviously you do. I do. The people that are on Dude, this I'll, show Dude, I'll easily go spend like $500 on magazines. Yeah, for no I know. Fucking I reason the other thing. than just like, like I'm obsessed with buying I print. I have a huge wall collection at my house. Oh my house. God, so do I. You'll see in my studio next. It's crazy. It's like. Yeah, that's kind of like my guilty pleasure. I think, well, <laughs> I think people want stuff for free nowadays. That too. There's that's a the huge, thing. huge nature behind that now where uh i i actually first um experienced this with my nightlife photography when i was a nightlife photographer there were you know i'm trying to make a business out of yeah. this and get paid there would be kids that would just be like they go buy a camera and then they would show up and be like hey i just want to go to the show for free and i'll take pictures and just give them to you i'm like this little motherfucker <laughs> like what does this little bitch think he's doing, dude? <laughs> and I, I, that was my first experience with just people wanting things for free. And, um, you know, how are you going to fight that? You know, so, uh, I mean. And that is hard. Everybody has that question and struggle of like the balance between making the art and also monetizing and being able to feed yourself. A lot of people think they're great, too, and they're not. So... Uh, the, it kind of when they get rejected it kind of fuels that like behind it they're like what the fuck like, <laughs> dude these people don't respect me like, you know what I mean because uh, for me and Charisse it's really hard we have to reject stuff just because it's just not fucking good like I mean it, um, our whole premise is we want to show good work of course from good artists right. they're good artists because their work's good right I can't, I, I mean, I, well, some people I try might and give advice when I too. reject people. Uh, I'm like, look, and we, we don't use the word reject. I don't like that word. Yeah. Um, we, we tell them that we uh, can't publish, uh, we're not going to publish this story, but that we would love for them to submit again in the future. We're just not going to run this article. So I try and shy away from putting like a negative, like, aspect to it you know because that doesn't do anyone good you want to be proactive you want to like you you want to they're learning just because they're well, not yeah. good now doesn't mean they won't be exactly. good eventually and and that's a good message to, to send destroy to. someone's like dream yeah. uh, you know and some kids this they are like they're passionate you know like extremely passionate so i, I try and um even if they're not good <laughs> uh, but like I try and give my two cents and try and give them uh, positive feedback at least like yeah. this I, I won't try and get into the weeds of it but I'll be like these are things that you could work on to try that that would um, help you get published in the future I mean the fact that you even do that is very sweet yeah because most people don't even like most most people 
we're we don't get to do that all the time though. Because yeah, a lot of people because because of the numbers and how like um popular we are, people seem to think that we're this huge corporation <laughs> and we have like 200 people working for us. No, there we are a small collective of artists and we just curate what we love and we don't just feature like photography or or art we we feature music and writers and everything right so my big thing is now pushing film i want to i want to push film and writing more that's awesome um but yeah you know like we don't because that we're small we don't always get to respond to yeah, everyone yeah of course I mean, we even have to have a 30-day wait period because we're small and we get so many submissions. Yeah. We get, like, easily a couple hundred a day sometimes. Wow. And, I mean, there when there's, like, five of you, it's, like... That's a lot to go through. <laughs> yeah. And really, it's one person. Charisse curates online, and she's our online editorial executive editor. And um, I manage the, the um, you know, everything. <laughs> And I design the issues all myself. Um, we all contribute to layout and, and curating it, but the actual design and everything is me, and I, I take that on. And then um, we have Manny. Manny, um, shout out to Manny. He's in Texas. In What's Dallas. up, Manny? And uh, he curates all of our music for us, and we all contribute, but Manny is the man. Manny the man. <laughs> when it comes to I that. that. And, um, and we're doing some cool things pushing music more now because I want people to not just think that we're only about photography yeah, or, or nude photography. That's not the case, but I can see why people would think that. And I mean, I'm not going to stop pushing that because of why I push that, but um, it's definitely something that I hear and, you know, I, I got to, that's my job to kind of kill that stigma, right? Well, I'm glad they were talking about it. And it's so cool that you're going down. Send me your music. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, send me any music. <laughs> yeah, tell them. Um, can you tell everybody where they can submit to? Um, yes. So we have. Yes, let's rattle off the links. We have two submissions. Uh, pages right now um we have our regular site is nakedmagazine.com and we we kept that site really we're in the middle of transitioning to a new site design um so we're kind of migrating everything over uh and next month we'll shut down for like two weeks to kind of tidy up everything and our old site won't shut down but we just won't be posting mm -hmm. and um we'll put an announcement up that we're migrating over to our new site but our new site is fucking amazing. Because <laughs> uh, when, when I first started this, we wanted to keep it really simple. Um, and if you've ever been on our site, it's really basic. Uh, we, it's just endless scroll of all of our stories. And um, we, don't do, we don't do that traditional kind of advertising that way. So there's not a lot of bullshit. But I will say that we are going to do more of that in the future, but it's going to be curated well. We're not just going to be like taking people's money and throwing their bullshit on the side totally. of our website. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to show 
I want to work with other brands that uh, play into what we do, right? Uh, that way, it's stuff that actually would appeal to yes. the people that come to it, yeah. which they most of them are other artists, anyway. right? right? So there will be more of that. But right now, we have two submission sites. The one is on our regular page. So it's like nakedmagazine.com slash submissions. But our new one is naked.online. That's our website. You just type in naked.online. Oh, Go cool. to our page. It's so amazing. I, when I found out that we could do that, I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. So no more awesome. .coms. Because <laughs> the online part, I guess, is our .com. Yeah. I didn't even know that you could pay for the, all those different extensions. Yeah. Yeah, I we spent, I spent like half those. a day just going through these <laughs> when, when we were trying to decide what our new web address would be. And um, so we have that one now. It's like naked online, naked.online slash submissions. And uh, it's much more simplistic now. It's a, a, you fill out a form and um, you have to like check because we have to make sure that people are of age with the work and they have permissions and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so we have that built into it now. We didn't before. We basically had to have releases sent to us, oh, wow. um, which is very tedious yeah. and fucking like boring like having to do paperwork yeah uh and i mean you're also asking the artist to to go because a lot of other magazines don't do that they build it into their like policy mm -hmm. so they they basically are like make sure you read our policy and we we do that too on our old site that's how it is we're like make sure you read the policy because you are responsible for what you send us right um, but now we built it into that and, um, we, we are like doing a new thing on our site where I want to do more collaborations with artists and helping them sell their stuff. So we're kind of going to have an online gallery now. That's awesome. Where, um, we'll let, we'll, we'll pick artists, right. That we want to help sell their work, you know, through our network. So basically artists will get to use naked to push their stuff, yeah, you know, and uh, which is a headache, <laughs> like trying to build that because we didn't have anything like that before. And, you know, I, I we still are learning, you know, some of this because I am not no fucking business major. I've had to learn everything as I go, you know, and you make mistakes sometimes, but it's it's always a learning thing. So we have always been very cautious and we go very slow with how we progress. I think that's been our strength though. You know, we, we're, we're very to the point. We keep it simple and uh, we let you guys decide, you know? So, um, but yeah, the site. That's you, so cool. You, you, it's actually kind of funny because we get all kinds of fucking people messaging us, messaging us on fucking Facebook, messaging on Instagram, sending us emails. Where can I submit my work? Dude, did you not look at the website? Like, there's a flashing button that says submissions that's like three inches wide. <laughs> like right there as soon as you land on her page. Uh, that's internal frustration sometimes well we're like spelling it out right like, now god damn it <laughs> hi thank you for thank you for your uh you know like thanks for contacting naked uh here you go here's the link <laughs> god damn it <laughs> 
<laughs> Send. <laughs> so do you have anything coming up that we can talk about on here? Or just um, like let everybody know? Like we as just we... came out with issue nine. Okay. And we're in LA. Uh, Where this can you buy Russo. the magazine or do you order it? Uh, we do everything. We have a web store. We don't do... Um, we don't do a lot of selling it. Uh, what the hell is that called? Damn, it slipped my mind. We don't do a lot of selling in stores. Distribution? Yeah, distribution. Uh, I don't really see the point in that because why would I involve a middleman? Yeah. When sales can be direct to us? Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand. Uh, I, I'm one of those people that doesn't necessarily like to buy online because I like the instant satisfaction of like giving some of my money and then instantly getting what I paid for. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we, we don't do that. We, we do sell everything through our web store cool. or when we do brand collaborations, we let them sell through their stores and stuff too. Um, do you do subscriptions? We do do subscriptions, digital subscription. We won't do it in print cause it's just too fucking expensive. Um, and like you were saying earlier, like, to be honest, the print industry is like crazy. It's, yeah. I mean, if, if you're like a small brand trying to do that. I wish you luck because yeah. it was, re it's really hard. Even now with our success, it's, it's hard, you know? Um, it's definitely, especially when you're being billed by page count and we do seasonal issues. And, you know, when you do it like that, you're expected to have a large content base because yeah. how in Often between it's they are. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was another reason why I wanted to do the mini issues in between them because essentially like I, I we do a mini issue every month and a half and then we do a seasonal issue every month and a half so technically they're both on a seasonal quarterly track but they offset one another yeah i get it it's cool i like that yeah it worked out well that way yeah i like it and it's very different yeah i i would say it's different because i don't when I looked, when I started thinking about that, I, I did try and like see if anyone else was doing it because I'm conscientious to what other people are doing too. I Well, let me be more specific. I, I am conscientious, but don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, because um, I, I try not to pay attention for the most part to what other brands are doing because I don't want to be influenced by them. I know. I feel the same way. It's hard. It is difficult, especially when you... I'm also an artist, so it's hard for us to separate ourselves from yeah. what we love, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know those other brands that we love? And it can be... You don't even know you're being influenced sometimes, you know? And then you, like, look at your work and you're like, oh, shit! This idea came from something I, I, I saw. Mean, it's like... <laughs> and I like, you know, it's you make it your own, but yeah. yeah. It's hard, though. It is hard. Uh, for instance, I mean, one of the reasons I stopped doing music and nightlife photography, mainly music photography, is because, one, there's no fucking money in it. And artists just incredibly disrespect you. Artists do not give... Music artists do not give a fuck about you visually. I, I won't say all music artists because there are a lot of them out there and you can tell who they are because their aesthetic visually is fucking on point. Yeah. And they didn't fucking make that. They collaborated and believed in another artist yeah. that they hired or worked with to do that because they respected and loved their work. Now, I would say 90% of the fucking industry 
is the other way where they are like you're my fucking bitch worker and you're gonna do this and i'm gonna throw you what i want to throw you um because for instance like when i at the tail end of when i was doing my music photography i i had a bill rate right i have a fee and i won't go below that fee because it takes a lot of time energy planning to do what my style was and i take a lot of pride in making sure that I put the time and effort into what I'm being paid to do. I'm not just going to show up and get drunk and party and yeah. take photos, which a lot of people do. And you're never going to get taken seriously doing that. You're not a fucking artist. You're just a fucking playboy that is doing it because it's yeah. popular and cool thing to do. Right. And you're getting into shit. Um, if you want to do that, fine, but don't think that you're going to make a career out of it. And eventually that will end, you know, like you'll get tired of it. Your body will get tired of it. And I was kind of at that point where I just was kind of over the partying and um, wasn't getting paid well. I shot for this festival that I will leave unmentioned, but is from around here. <laughs> and I gave him a bill rate, which below what they were paying some other people that were nowhere near, I, I'm sorry, I don't have really an ego per se, but I was fucking better then. And I could do, when I compare myself, cause everybody does that. They compare themselves to of your course. colleagues in the same industry, right? You know, um, even if you're unconscious, conscientiously yeah. doing it. Um, but the way I compare is like, can I do what you do and do what I do? Can you do what I do and do what you do? Because if you can't, then I've got a leg up, right? So, or, yeah. So, I would see them hiring these fucking fuck-alls to do these photography things, and they're giving them all these special privileges, yet their shit looks so generic, there was no artistic value to it. Anyone with a fucking camera and, and like, a mind for understanding, you know, angles could have done that. And if you're doing it with a fisheye, you fucking don't even need to know how to do angles. You just need to point it in the semi right direction. <laughs> like, right. right? Um, so I'd see that shit and then I'd see, and they like argued with me, called me, were calling me fucking unreasonable. I've had people curse me out before for just being professional and saying, look, here's my invoice. This is my rate. They're like, I'm not gonna fucking pay that. Who do you think you are telling me what I'm gonna pay you. Uh, that's how it's fucking supposed to be done, bro. I don't, <laughs> apparently you've been manipulating artists for so long that you think that that's an industry standard. No, it's not. You will pay me what I tell you you will pay me or you just will not get my work. Point blank, <laughs> right? So uh, that kind of fucked me <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot having that, cause. That is the right mindset to have. Maybe not word it like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, you should be dictating terms of what you're selling to someone else. Um, you don't need them, okay? And that's another reason why I wanted to start naked and do it the way I'm doing it is because people need to know that they don't fucking need these people. They can do whatever they want and then they will be judged for how well they do. So do your shit. 
obviously be putting yourself out there and going after things, but don't fucking get on your knees and start sucking the dick of these fucking companies or people that you are so infatuated with or think will blow your career up or that you love because they're other artists and just forget everything else and you blow your, cause you will never build a successful business when you're bending over backwards to, you should be pleasing your client. Number one, customer is not always right, <laughs> but you should be always doing what they're paying you to do and trying to please them because if you just went around just doing whatever you wanted, you would never get work and that's fine if you just wanna fucking be doing it for uh, a hobby. <laughs> um, but if you're trying to build a business, you know, you, you gotta meet people halfway, but I, I just see people going above and beyond sometimes putting uh, to the detriment of themselves because of what they think it can come out for in the end. And it, it never comes out that way. Especially if you're working for industries like the music industry, it's incredibly hard in the fashion industry as well. I would say it's even more hard because those motherfuckers are extremely pretentious and they keep their circle tight. So they, you know, they only wanna work with people they've worked with before. They don't venture out of the bounds, which is something that Naked also tries to push is like, fuck you for using the same person over and over because there's millions of other great people out there and why are you doing that because you're just showing that our industry is pretentious you're fueling the fire as you say i mean sure if there's a great artist that has a niche and that's what they're good at um then obviously you hire them but you can't be why would you hire them to do the same thing over and over again, right? Like, don't you want to look different and like you're pushing the boundaries? Because that was originally our mission statement was um, push boundaries and and challenge people, right? Like challenge society, challenge, yeah. challenge what people think is the norm. Show us something different. Exactly. Different is good, even if it's bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't know it's good or bad until you've, been exposed to it so you know i the music but back to back to what you were saying like I, I you know the it was hard for me because i wasn't getting paid i quit my job my engineering job to do to follow my dream photography dream and uh yeah i was just like dude this is not gonna fucking go the way i think it's going to go well i'm so diversify glad you, yeah you're like well look you're i mean you did it like you started naked you guys are crushing it and so far so good yeah cross my fingers it's awesome i mean it's awesome i feel like we could thank talk you, about this forever you. but how long have we been recording like an hour and ten minutes we oh fuck we've been Tight. recording for an hour and ten minutes time flies when you're having fun damn i mean i feel like i barely even had to ask you any questions like you're just like throwing it at me it's amazing i told you i'm very social i, I love it like you're just crushing <laughs> I love to it engage. <laughs> well thank you so much for coming thank you thank you for having me did you give them all the links yeah we told them where to submit go to the just website look up naked n-a-k-i-d okay perfect everything will pop yes. up in your face okay all right thank you dustin <laughs> thank you so much bye guys thanks for listening if you believe in our mission please rate review and subscribe if you would like to get involved please find us on social media